Welcome back to For Our Faith podcast. Today we're going to be looking at the question, when I read the Bible, I agree with John Calvin's interpretation of once saved, always saved. I don't think that you should judge my interpretation based on the character of another man. Is it possible that John Calvin interpreted once saved, always saved correctly, even though he was not perfect? So this is a really good question, and it's one that I believe deserves an answer. And I'd like to begin by referencing Matthew 7, verses 15 through 20, where it reads, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. So these are the words of the Lord, and he is specifically telling us that we will know them by their fruits. And so we'd ask the question, what is the fruit of John Calvin? And we know by history, and we've had in a previous podcast, John Calvin was personally responsible for killing, having 58 people executed, mainly for disagreeing with his interpretation of the Bible. And some of these executions were done in terrible, cruel ways. It's just hard to fathom the day and time that we live in this kind of treatment uh, against other human beings. But the history record's clear. And so we would ask the question, are, are these good fruits? And of course, I think it goes without argument that they are not. And so the next question then comes, so does an evil tree bring forth good fruit? And Jesus says, no, it does not. Neither does a good tree bring forth evil fruit. So what we're dealing with here is a tree that is bringing forth evil fruit, and it's in the context of beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. So As we look at this, does this mean that John Calvin interpreted once saved, always saved wrong? And based on this scripture, we really, we cannot come to this conclusion based on this scripture alone. We can only conclude that we better have both eyes wide open because we are dealing with a false prophet, which should make all of his teachings suspect. So let's, let's dig a little deeper now. And now that we have both eyes wide open on what he's teaching, let's take this teaching of once saved, always saved, and let's look at it a little closer. So where does this teaching come from? And I think it surprises a lot of people because they say the Bible, but this teaching actually doesn't come from the Bible. It actually came from Seneca and the Stoics, which were pagan philosophers, and they were not Christian, but they taught predestination and election. But it doesn't stop there. As we hope to cover in future podcasts, Augustine, in an attempt to justify and defend the hybrid church that was created by Constantine, Augustine took these teachings of of Seneca and the pagan Stoics here, and he borrowed from these teachings, teachings that, again, interestingly, were considered heretical by the first church. But in an effort to explain why this new church created by Constantine looked so different than the first church, He used predestination and election as a way to explain why some in this new Christendom looked like Christians while others did not. Again, we hope to get into more detail and explain that in in future podcasts. But that is where this belief 
came from. So going back to the question, does this now prove that John Calvin's interpretation was false? So we, we know we're supposed to be aware of false prophets. We know that we are to a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. And now we learn that this teaching actually didn't come from the Bible. It came from pagan philosophers. So does this mean now that John Calvin's interpretation was false concerning, concerning once saved, always saved? Well, again, we would say, no, it does not. But it does put another nail in the coffin, so to speak. So now that we have both eyes open, and we know that this belief originated, originated with the pagan Stoic philosophers, let's consider one other aspect. What did the early church believe about once saved, always saved? And further, what has the suffering, persecuted church believe regarding once saved, always saved? Well, we encourage, and we, again, we, we hope to be able to make this material known. We believe we have a far more compelling narrative to give to the world than what our Protestant friends have. But we want to encourage our listeners to really dig into the Antonicene writings and the many writings that are available from the Anabaptist martyrs. There's a lot of literature now out there that really clearly articulates what these men who have been willing to suffer and die for their faith, what they believed. And what you'll find is that they utterly and consistently rejected this heretical and false belief. They counted it as purely unscriptural. And so the way that they interpreted the scriptures was very, very different than how men like John Calvin, Augustine interpreted the scriptures. So going back to the question, does this now prove that John Calvin's interpretation was false concerning once saved, always saved? Combining the evidence, the evidence that we have here, we can conclude that yes, it does prove that he was wrong. By his fruit, he's a false prophet. Being a false prophet, we should examine all of his teachings. What we find by examining his teachings is that they did not originate with the apostles, but they rather originated with other ungodly men who were justifying sin, and oftentimes these men were also guilty of killing other Christians who were simply walking in the obedience and the footsteps of Jesus Christ. So in light of such clear evidence, we would ask the question, why would anyone prefer the interpretation of a murderer over the interpretation of those who suffered and died because they were being obedient to the word? And it's this kind of historical evidence that we, at For Our Faith and with this podcast, we really hope to be able to continue to uh, share and make available to our listeners and all those that would be interested. Because, as again, as we, as we understand the scriptures, as we read the scriptures, and we, and we go back into the historical context of it, and we understand where other belief systems originated, the evidence becomes strikingly clear, and the true faith becomes exceedingly bright. And suddenly we realize that we don't have to follow into the footsteps of false interpretation and false prophets and false teachings. And so it's part of the burden that we have here. We hope that this podcast will have stirred other questions in our listeners. As we say every time, we welcome those questions. We want you to send those questions in. We've, we have a contact form on our website. We want you to take advantage of that. Send in your questions. Uh, we want to take a good look at those. We want to give a response, a prayerful response to those questions. 
We trust that God will bless you in your search for truth, and that these teachings can provide some clarity, and that they can be a blessing to you.